Hello, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Got three Tuesday releases that came in on Saturday. First one up, Fright Night. Made a mistake in my uh, Lost Boys review the other day. It was 87, not 85. I changed that on the listing on the podcast, but it'll forever be in the podcast because I don't edit these things, so sorry. Um, I had just been talking about Real Genius, which came out in 85, and I was comparing the two, and I, I said Lost Boys was 85, I think, more than once. But anyway, this movie was 1985. On Tuesday, October the 4th, uh, Army of Darkness is getting its first 4K release. Bram Stoker's Dracula is getting its second 4K release. And Fright Night is getting its first 4K release. And all three came in on Saturday. They weren't supposed to arrive until Monday. Again, ahead of a Tuesday release, but I got them on Saturday. So here you are getting a, a review early. You can decide whether or not to buy it. Also unique, all three of these are not Best Buy exclusives. Army of Darkness is a Shout Factory release. It's available pretty much anywhere you can get uh, 4Ks and Blu-rays. And at both Bram Stoker's Dracula and Fright Night are Sony releases. I think those are available everywhere, too. They weren't Best Buy exclusives, like some of the Lionsgate and others. Paramount's been doing that, too. So anyway, if you wanted to pick those up, uh, they'll be available on Tuesday. I haven't watched any of them yet but Fright Night, although I did see a little Army of Darkness on YouTube in 4K with HDR, and it looks fabulous. Can't wait. So let's go back to what we're supposed to be talking about, Fright Night. The short version is this is one of my favorite movies from 1985. It holds up very well, and it's never looked better than it has on this 4K. Go get it. This is in line with what Sony has done with Real Genius and Heavy Metal in the last year. Both of those early to mid-80s movies that are just incredible on 4K. Real Genius is the one that really surprised me this year. That's going to be one of my top 4Ks of the year because that's just not a movie I expected. I wasn't even going to get it on 4K, but it wasn't available any other way. So Fright Night was one of those movies, and this is something I referenced in Lost Boys. Something we were good about in the 70s and 80s that we're not now is mixing the comedy with the horror. Now, this has less comedy than, say, Lost Boys, and more horror and dread. But I think they nailed it. It's got that B-movie feel, but this is a this was a big Columbia Pictures release. Rodney McDowell is in it. Chris Sarandon, William Ragsdale, Amanda Burse, um, well, Stephen Jeffries. I always used to think he overacted in it, but I, I actually think he's pretty good in it. Brad Fidel did the music. He was coming off Terminator. Um, Tom Holland directed it. He directed a few horror movies at the time, like the first Chucky movie, I believe. And he did a good job with this movie. It's mostly a serious horror movie, but it does have some comedy. I mean, it it is about teenagers who discover the next door neighbor is a vampire. If you've never seen it, Fright Night is that. Uh, It's a kind of a stay-at-home kid-next-door kind of kid, dorky. He watches uh, bad horror movies on the weekend and makes out with his girlfriend, tries to get to second base, never gets there. And he sees these people bringing in a coffin next door. I won't get into the 
spoilers of it, but if you haven't seen this movie in the last 30 some odd years, you should have. It's very much a product of the 80s, but it holds up well because everybody took it seriously. Everybody's giving it their all in the movie. Rodney McDowell's great in the movie. I think William Ragsdale is great in the movie. It's interesting how many of these people did not go on to other things or went on to a few other things, and that was about it. Chris Sarandon, and nothing against Chris Sarandon because I think he's fabulous in the movie. The movie wouldn't be the same without him. But I think he was at the end of the young, sexy dude phase of his career. And right before he went, he, he was old enough to have the gravitas to play you know, this vampire character who'd been around for a while and was pretty much unstoppable, but still sexy and seductive. When modern vampire movies try and get seductive, it's always, you know, they're incredibly young. And, and I get I'm starting to get older, but, you know, what happened? To, well, I guess I can't say that about all movies. What was that uh, Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston vampire movie that was actually pretty good? Anyway, getting off topic. This is very much a product of the 80s. So how does the 4K look? Um, it is not as spectacular as real genius, but I would say it's more like heavy metal and other Sony releases. It is very filmic looking when the credits are all white and then fright night pops up and it's red. It's almost fluorescent. It's so bright. There's certain places in the movie where the colors just look incredibly natural and nuanced in ways that, I mean, I've watched this movie repeatedly from, I saw it in the theater, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, and now this brand new, 4K restoration, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. The Atmos mix is great. I would put it on par with Real Genius and Heavy Metal. Those are two of the most surprising 4Ks that Sony has released this year. I'm, I have very much looking forward to Bram Stoker's Dracula. I picked up that one because it's actually the second time that that movie's been out in 4K. This is the first time it's had a Dolby Vision HDR pass on its uh, restoration. It's not one of my favorite movies, but it is Francis Ford Coppola, Anthony Hopkins, you know, um, Gary Oldman. You really can't go wrong. Well, you can't on Reese part. <laughs> I've always liked Winona Ryder. Anyway, Sony's been knocking it out of the park with 4Ks. I'm glad they're getting into releasing some steelbooks on these movies. And I imagine much like the heavy metal, once the Fright Night steelbook sells out, there'll be a regular 4K release. So the movie is what it is. If you're a fan of it from 1985, you're going to love this 4K release. It's the best it's looked and sounded. The soundtrack is very directional, very deep. Everything from cars taking off to the, when they're in the nightclub, the beat of the music does give your subwoofer a little bit of a workout. I mean, it's definitely not a modern soundtrack, but it is it very directional. It's in all the speakers. There's a, a few things that went way, you know, panned across the, the room very well. I mean, it it is a great Dolby Atmos mix from something I didn't expect to have one. And like I said, I, I, I did enjoy the HDR. It doesn't pop like a brand new movie, but it looks great for what it is. It very much looks like it did in the theater, if not better. It's a soft filmed kind of movie. It's Panavision lenses. Um, it's not 4K crispy except on a couple of outdoor scenes, but it was never filmed to be that. It's very dreamy, romantic, atmospheric, a lot of smoke. Um, they weren't going for, you know, a sharp documentary feel. So 
I think the 4K does make it look exactly the way it's supposed to look. Now, there is an entire Blu-ray of extras. I, I didn't expect that either. There are no extras on the 4K. I didn't put in the Blu-ray, but it is supposed to be from the 4K restoration. It's not like from the old release. This was a limited release, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the company that's now out of print released it, and so it's been hard to get Fright Night on Blu-ray for a long time. So the third disc in the set is just nothing but extras. There is a brand new reading. I guess it was. I guess the extras were put together for its anniversary during COVID because it's a lot of Zoom content. But they do a reading through the script that's two hours and forty minutes long, and it's most of the cast returns. They're all on Zoom. They're all a little bit older, and they're all having fun. It was done for a political party, and and I guess your mileage will vary. You might want to skip past the opening part where they're raising money and such. I didn't care one way or the other, but that was interesting. You don't usually see that in these kind of extras. Um, that was interesting to see. You know, If you're a huge fan of the movie, you'll like it. There's a second extra where Brian Fuller interviews Amanda Burse. Now, she's a big part of the lesbian, outspoken lesbian community. He's very much a gay filmmaker. Um, She's in the movie. He's not. He doesn't have anything to do with the movie, but they have a Zoom conversation about the queerness of the movie. Now, I don't, you know, to each his own as far as I'm concerned, unless we're going to bed together, I really don't care what your sexuality is. But they start the interview by saying, this really wasn't intended to be gay, was it? And she goes, no, but, and then they go into it because he is a, as a, you know, he said he ran home to rub one out right after the movie because he loved it so much. It's an interesting interview, and it's great, but I just, you know, it didn't have anything to do with me. It wasn't the most exciting of the extras. There's a lot of um, electronic press kits from back in the day. There's some older extras that were originally on, like, the DVD. Um, there's a few other things they've added. So it's, you know, there's several hours of extras on the extra Blu-ray. All in all, this is an incredible package for a movie that, you know, much like uh, Heavy Metal, well, Heavy Metal is kind of a bigger cult classic, or say Real Genius, movies that I didn't really think deserve this kind of output, Sony knocked it out of the park. Get a copy of this if you can get a copy of it. It's, I mean, it's, it's one of my favorite mid-80s movies. It holds up well. It's a lot of practical effects. There's very little um, trickery. They did a few uh, superimposed things. That's all they could do back in 1985. There's no computer stuff. But a lot of practical effects, and a lot of them look great. I mean, the the, the toothy smile. The, I don't want to get into spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. Anyway, it's a great 4K release. Definitely worth the money. Pick it up before it sells out. I, I Like I said, I'm sure they'll put out a regular release. But if you like the Steelbook, it's a matte finish to get into the Steelbook part of it, which is great, which doesn't show... Um, fingerprints they all the nerds who complain about artwork these days they use the original artwork so be happy um you flip it over on the other side it's a scene from the movie on the inside it it's it's a really well done steel book three discs digital copy executes in 4k i don't know what else to say about it, it it's definitely worth the money it's a hair under the real genius and uh, heavy metal releases Maybe it makes up for it in the extras, though. There's a lot of extras. So check it out. If you're into Fright Night, it's available now, or 
available Tuesday, October 4th, and very much worth your money. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a spectacular day. There's a lot more to come. <laughs>